What's up, everybody? It's Jay and Jay with Justin and Jordan. What we got today, Justin? So today we will be talking about James Harden trade to the Clippers. Yep. Um, everything that's going on in week two of the NBA. Uh, in-season tournament was yesterday, so we'll probably give out some some breakdown of that. And just talk about what's going on around the league so far. Some fucking rumors too, but yeah, let's get it jumping. I mean, obviously everyone's seen it. We waited so long for this shit to happen since the summertime. James Harden finally gets dealt to the Clippers. Um, some of the details I got in front of him, in front of me right here. Clippers get Harden and PJ. PJ's always going with this nigga. Wherever they go, they together. Yeah. So they together again. Sixers is getting Marcus Morris, Batum, KJ Martin. Uh, Covington, two first rounders, two second round picks, and a pick swap. Justin, is this a W for the Sixers? I would say so a little bit. Um, just off the fact that you get Harden out the locker room, he's been kind of just like the elephant in the room. So you get him out of there, you could finally just go play the rest of the season freely, knowing what you have, and you got guys that are, are gonna want to play now. So, um. Nicholas Batum, solid role guy on the Clippers especially. He, uh, people kind of forgot about him when he was on Charlotte, so he kind of rejuvenated himself on the Clippers. So I think he's going to be a steady piece for them. Uh, Marcus Morris, um, takes some ill-advised shots sometimes, but when he's locked in and he knows his role, he could be a guy that's a complimentary player. And then you got Robert Covington, who was there for the process sixers, so he's already familiar with playing with Embiid and just playing in Philly. So I think they could just fit in well. And now you know as a team that, like, all right, we got Embiid, Maxi, Tobias. Those are our guys. What can we do to surround them and complement them to keep us going? Because James was holding them back. Of course. So for this, this is just a win just simply <clears throat> off the subtraction of James Harden. And you're bringing in guys that there, there's no drama Everything is a fresh start going into the season. Um, so I think it's a good move for them. True, true. And what do you think of it from the Clippers side? <clears throat> for the Clippers, I think for the Clippers, it's like you kind of had to do it. And Did I, you have to? Kind of, but it's like, I don't, this is year five of the PG Kawhi experiment. And we see every year. They get hurt. So they got a new arena opening up next year. Um, so far this season, they look, they've look they looked good. But um, now you're taking a little bit of hit to your depth to add James Harden. And the questions are, I mean, you add James Harden and P.J. Tucker. And didn't they add one more person? Philip Petrus? That, that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, that motherfucker. With all due respect, I'm talking <laughs> about the pieces that fucking matter. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, you kind of take a hit with your depth and now there's going to be questions like the very main like glaring thing is like Kawhi Leonard needs the basketball Paul George needs the basketball Russell Westbrook needs the basketball James Harden needs the basketball so you got four motherfuckers that excel with the ball in their hands and now you have to like kind of deal with how you're gonna like do these lineups like is Westbrook and Harden gonna start together with Kawhi and PG I don't know. I don't even think that's the right move. But on paper, it looks good, sure. But 
like playing wise, chemistry wise, I don't know if that's the move to go. And it's it sucks for Westbrook because he's having such a great season so far. But um, <clears throat> this is kind of like I feel like Steve Ballmer was like, "Fuck it, we're going all in." Like if we did all this shit for Paul George, we might as well just keep it going. Yeah, but come on, Justin. What about the story, man? Four SoCal guys bringing a title <clears throat> to the Clippers, man. What about the story, like PG said, bro? Come on, you're not believing in it. Um, I think it, there's there's a world where it could work. They just have to figure it out. I think I feel like their best lineups with Harden there would be it would be Harden at the one, and then probably probably PG Kawhi. Tucker, Zubach, and then Westbrook off the bench, unfortunately. I feel like that would be their best lineup. I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert, this is going to fail. This is going to fail again, just like all of the most recent Clipper moves. Um, Their only good move recently has been the acquisition of Russell Westbrook, but this move is going to fail. Like you said, Justin, four dudes who need the ball. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Kawhi and PG, it's not like they need the ball. You feel me to play? They don't need the ball. But um Westbrook and Harden both do. And then when you add those two other all NBA caliber guys, it's gonna be a struggle for the ball. Even if we get this James Harden that we've seen since he's gotten to Philly, where it's more like 20 and 10 rather than like 30 and 10, you feel me? Where he's more focused on playmaking. Even then, someone's gotta fucking sacrifice. You're gonna think off rip, all right, it's gonna have to be Westbrook. Westbrook is the worst player out of the bunch. But is that really going to still help out the team? I don't think so. I don't think so. And, I, and for example, you just said Westbrook off the bench. I think Westbrook's going to want to close regardless. He's going to want to close with these guys. And we, I know we've seen Westbrook and Harden. They kind of worked out in Houston. You feel me? They, they both played very well off of each other. They had a very good season. They lost in the second round. But as I said, they were able to share the ball with each other. Now you got to share with each other. Share with PG, share with Kawhi. How is that going to work out, Justin? It's not. It's really not going to work out. I still understand your argument with Balmer, New Arena. Um, like PG also said, four guys from SoCal. Um, you know, superstars to promote this arena. I mean, you, you don't want to promote this arena with some bums. You feel me? It's a brand new arena. But my thing is, bro, like, realistically speaking, Balmer don't give a fuck about marketing. He don't give a fuck about making money. He don't care about revenue. He wants one of these, bro. That's what he wants. He wants one of these. And he's made it clear that he will drop money on top of money on top of money to get that ring to the Clippers. Unfortunately, it's just not working out for him, bro. It's just not working out. I think this Harden move is going backwards, truth be told. And I don't see this team after acquiring Harden being better than any team that's above them. This team is not better than the Nuggets. This move did not make them better than the Suns. And Bradley Beal's still not back. They're still not better than the Suns, in my opinion. This team is not better than, than the contenders in the West. Then if you do make it to the finals, you're not better than the Bucks. You're not better than the Celtics. So is this really a team that's going to win a championship or make it to the finals? No. Absolutely not. And, and it just begs the question because um, I saw someone else brought this up. One of these teams has to lose in the first round. The Nuggets, Clippers, um, Lakers. What, what was the other two? Nuggets, Clippers, Lakers. 
Suns, and there is one more team. Warriors. Warriors. Between mm-hmm. those, thank you so much. Between those five, who's going to be mm-hmm. eliminated in the first round? Off rip, I'm taking the Clippers first. Second, I'm taking the Warriors. But off rip, I'm taking the Clippers off first. <laughs> Yo, I don't. I don't trust them. Clippers, Mavs, part four. Or, or would, would it be part three? This would be part three. Okay. This would be part three. Bubble twenty one. Now, you yeah. feel me? It's gonna sound crazy. I'll take. I'll take the Mavs right now over them. That'd be a fun ass series. I'm not gonna lie. And I'm not. I'm not tired of that matchup. I, I've heard some people say like, "Yo, I don't want to see this shit again." No, I, I'm I, not tired of that matchup. I would love to see that shit again. <laughs> and I would take the Mavs in that series. They're not better than the Mavs, and the Mavs are not a contender to me. They're not better than even the Lakers right now, bro. They're not better than a couple of teams. So why why if I'm in the West, why am I scared of this move? I'm not. I'm not scared of this move. I'm not afraid. On the Philly side of things, yeah, I mean, you got some role players, blah, 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 whatever. You're still not being the Bucks. You're still not being the Celtics. You got to see one of them in the second round. Yeah. You feel me? At this point in time, um, you still are going to get into a dogfight with the Heat, the Cavs, and the Knicks. So you don't even have a guarantee into the conference finals still with this move. I understand Maury kind of had his hands tied. Um, when a guy says, I'm only going to one team, it scares off like the rest of the league. <clears throat> sometimes. Sometimes it does. We saw with Dame that it didn't scare away the Bucks, But more often than not, it scares away the rest of the league. And then you get lowballed by the team that the player wants to go to. If I was Maury, I would have I would have held Harden as long as I could to get an offer that makes my team truly better. And not just through a couple of role players. When I... And when I say a couple of role players, I'm not saying like you're going to get an all-NBA star back in exchange for Harden. I'm saying you could have gotten like an upper echelon tier of role players, like starter level tier of role players, right? And these guys, with all due respect, you feel me? This the the I feel like this is a lose-lose trade right here. I'm not going to lie to you. Clippers don't, Clippers don't are a contender to me, obviously. I mean, like you just said, PG and Kawhi always get hurt. Harden's a guy who's not as... um. I'm not as committed to him staying healthy the whole season anymore. The only guy I have a trust in being iron like an Iron Man is Russell Westbrook. That that's that's an issue. If I was the Clippers, I would have traded for somebody. I would have made a move for somebody who I know stays being healthy every single season, rather than an aging star who used to be an Iron Man but now he's getting hurt. So I, I'm personally not a fan <laughs> of the trade for for either side of the teams. No, yeah, I feel for Philly. I just feel like it's more of. For them, it's a win just off the fact that you get rid of James Harden and you got guys that are going to, you know, are going to be there and you could rely on. Because um, I feel like role players is really all you need, depending on how their production will be this year. is yet to be determined. Um, but I feel like you don't really need too much because, like, I don't know off the top of my head what top, what high-level role players available, when, but when you have reigning MVP... Maxi taking a big leap, and then Tobias Harris in a last year of his deal, who wants to prove himself. Those three are gonna do more than enough. So I guess you don't really need too much around the edges, and that's another thing too that we gotta wait and see what's gonna happen with Tobias Harris, because that's a potential thing they could flip. I never, um, ever since they've got him too, I've never brought into Tobias Harris being your second or third. Best player on a contender, so just watch out for that. I would, I would, I would move Tobias Harris for whatever. They probably are, and it's like Maxi with Harden gone. Maxi emerged as that second guy rather than Tobias Harris, and I think that speaks volumes, bro. Because Tobias has been here since when? 
Like, I mean, I seriously. think Maxi's their second guy right now. No, so I'm saying I'm saying Maxi hasn't since the whole Harden debacle. Maxi <clears throat> has risen to that second co-star rather yeah. than Tobias Harris. Either one of them could have done it, but Maxi has blown him out the water. It sucks too because Maxi should have been the second guy earlier. Because 100 the year Ben Simmons sat out, Maxi had to step up, mm-hmm. and that's when we saw him do a lot more. And then James Harden pulled up. But even then, what I'm saying is like Tobias. That should have been Tobias Harris. Yeah. So it's, like, it speaks a lot that Maxi has burned you twice to become that second co-star. Yeah. Why the fuck I got you around? Yeah. I've never been a fan of Tobias Harris since he's gotten to Philly. Um, I've never bought into him, honestly. I liked it the first year. He was there. I didn't like it at all, to be honest. I knew what he was. When it came to his numbers on the Pistons and the Clippers, I knew what he really was. And putting him on a winning team with a with an elite caliber type of player... With an all-star level player and Ben at the time, uh, when you put him with Jimmy, when you put him with Harden, it was the same story every single time. He's good. He's not great. He's not even very good. If you're very good, you could you could still be a contender as a third guy, but you're just good. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're not enough to get us over the hump as a third best player. As the fourth guy, maybe. I'll entertain Tobias Harris as the fourth guy on a contending team. But as a second and third guy, no, you're getting washed in the first, second round, and we've seen we've seen evidence of that in the past four or five years. We we don't have to debate it; like it, it's just happened every single time. It's a fact at this point. It's a straight up fact. So moving on, Justin, I want to ask you one thing. Every team has played a good number of games. Yeah. <clears throat> one team has played the most games. One team has played six games. Had the most chances to grab a win. They're still winless. Memphis Grizzlies, man. Still got 19 more games till Ja comes back. Um, it's not like the guys are playing bad, too. If Bane was playing like shit, if Triple J was playing like shit, if Marcus Smart didn't step up, then fine. All right, we have a narrative to run with. But all three of those guys are playing good, bro. Desmond Bane's averaging like 25 right now. Triple J has not lost a step. Marcus Smart, I think he's averaging like 16 points, leading the league in steals, three steals, playmaking. Do you think that when John Morant comes back, that he could still drag his team to the playoffs? Because 0-6 is a really bad start. These guys got to start picking it up. I think you and me talked about it before, either on the on the pod or outside. Like, dude, like, they got to get to a specific record by the time that he gets back to still have a chance. Like, in my opinion, they had to have been, like, 11-14 and 14 for them to have a chance. You're 0-6 right now. So what are you thinking is the projection for this team when John gets back? I mean, right now, it's not looking too good at all. Um, 0-6, I thought they would have beat the Blazers mm-hmm. last night. They lost, unfortunately. And then they lost to the Wizards. Like, honestly, bro, the Blazers and the Rockets might be the two worst teams in the league. And you could probably throw the Wizards in that mix, 100% too. those three. Yeah. So, to lose to them, well, I don't think they lost to the, I don't think they played the Rockets, but... Oh, yeah. But to lose to those two teams, not a good look. But they also, you, we also have to take into account they're missing two other starters. They're missing Steven Adams. They're missing Brandon Clark. Two guys that are big pieces to this team. I don't know when they're coming back. But obviously, Ja is like the biggest hole in the fucking team. So, 0-6 right now. I low-key want to look at their schedule just to see what's coming up. Just to see what's gonna happen in the next coming games. And why? Why you look at that? I mean, 
I do want to push back against what you said. I understand. No Brandon Clark, no Steven Adams, obviously no jaw. At the end of the day, after six games, Bane, Triple J, and with how smart it's playing right now, you need at least one win, bro. All right. At least. Should we play a game and we just... Because Ja's supposed to come back, like, what, around Christmas, right? Whatever, it's 25 games. I think that would be around... That'd probably be, like, around Christmas-ish. Maybe, yeah. I mean, niggas play, like, three games every week. So I'm going to name their game, their schedule, till like, Christmas, and then we'll tally it up. God. All right, next game, they got the Blazers again tomorrow. They'll win this one, I promise you. One and six. Then they got the Heat. One and seven. Then they got the Jazz. Two and seven. Clippers. <laughs> Two and eight. Lakers. Two and nine. Spurs. Two and ten. Celtics. Two and eleven. Rockets. I'm not gonna lie. This is gonna be the lowest point of their season. Two and twelve, bro. They're gonna lose to the Rockets. <laughs> I'm being and it's ass. crazy. They could actually lose this game. They can. Two, um, two, I said what? Two and twelve, right? Yeah. Two and twelve. Uh, Phoenix. Two and thirteen. Timberwolves. Three and thirteen. They'll win that. Uh, Jazz again. Four and thirteen. Mavericks. Four and fifteen. Suns again. Four and sixteen. Mavericks again. Four and seventeen. Rockets. Back to back. This one they'll win. Five, five and seventeen. All right. Yeah. So they, they got Rockets back to back. So five. Oh, and Rockets twice? Yeah, back to twice, back. yeah. Five and seventeen. They'll win both Rockets games. Six and seventeen. They'll feel embarrassed in the first one. Six and seventeen. So right. that's twenty three games. So Two games left. That's just, okay. So Thunder. Six and eighteen. Uh, Pelicans. Six and nineteen, and then Josh should be back after that. Yes, yeah. so you're starting off. Obviously, we're guessing. Yeah, we're guessing. This is nobody sitting out. Nobody gets hurt. Full strength. I and I'm and I'm I'm giving them some wins, bro. Too. I'm not gonna lie, because those wins that they get could go either which way. They could dead ass be six and nineteen by the time Josh gets back. Yeah, no. I don't even know what you're on pace for at that point. Six and nineteen, bro. Let's say, let's see. You're like a fucking lottery team, bro. At that point, bro. Six and nineteen is really bad, bro. And if you kind of, if you think about it, at that point of the season, Jock comes back. You're six and nineteen. You could have. I mean, they're not gonna do it, but I don't know. Because Jock could come back. You guys could be. You guys could maybe be a playing team. And that's a maybe. That's a maybe. And you got to go on a, a mean win streak. But even then, even if you are playing team, I, the highest I can see y'all going is like 10 mm-hmm. or 11. I mean, 10 or 9. So the front office might be like, maybe this is the year we just fucking tank. We send Ja home after All-Star break. Or maybe a little bit before that. Maybe he gets in trouble again. Maybe he gets in trouble again. We never know. But 6-19, and 19, if that's that's really how it plays out. I feel like the front office is looking at this like... All right, if they can stay afloat, we'll bring Ja back. We'll try to make a run for the plane. If not, shit, maybe we'll have Ja in for a little bit, and then we'll just send him home. Bro, like I said, bro, like if if you want to make a real push, you got to be eleven and fourteen. Bro, six and six and nineteen. That's, well, that's we're projecting. Nice. We're get. We're, we're literally just guessing. Bro. Yeah, like, we're guessing. They, they could shock the Clippers. They could. They could shock the Celtics for whatever reason. Bane yeah. could go off for 45, you feel me? Marcus Mark could got, have a revenge game against the Celtics or some shit. Yeah. 
like again we're just guessing but based on our projection like six and 19 bro and that's worst case scenario even if we're being nice let's say we give them three more wins that's still nine um nine and 16 bro that's not good either bro six and 19 in the west it's like you better pack your shit up at that point already yeah i'm not gonna lie at that point in time you're cooked because the west this year is like west this year is what like 11 deep I would say with how Wemby's playing, I'm not trying to glaze, but I, honestly, probably like 12. Yeah, it's like, because there's probably in the West, there's probably like what, three, four contenders. But yeah. overall, there's probably like 11, 12 potential playoff teams. Yeah, they're, and they're all eating each other, bro. So it's, 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 it's tough in the West, man. So <laughs> that's going to be a tough hole to dig yourself out of when Jock comes back. I really do believe that there's going to be. One of the toughest Western conferences we'll ever see, truthfully and honestly. Um, I know back in the end of the two thousands, like the the Thunder, for example, has an eight seed, one fifty games. <clears throat> I remember seeing a, uh, I see this clip all the time where um they do Hacker Shack on the Suns. This is Spurs versus the Suns. And Greg Popovich is like this, and on the bottom of the ticker it says something like Suns fifty four wins, six seed last year. Like it was some crazy shit, bro. So it's just like, bro, like that that end of the two thousands, the Western Conference was disgusting. You yeah, the, it was fucking in. disgusting, bro. Um, I remember the Suns won like forty nine yeah, games. I was about to say if Suns won forty eight or forty nine, they missed out, no playing. You would have been like a fucking like three seed in the East. Yeah, it's a little sad. That's that's kind of sad, bro. But even in term, just because of the plan itself, maybe like obviously you you won't have a fifty win team um, as an eight seed in the West. We're not going to see that. But I won't be surprised if there's a lot of teams that are over 500. Like, 11, if it's mathematically possible. I don't know, obviously. But if it is somehow mathematically possible for 11 teams to be over 500, that's disgusting, bro. At that point in time, like, that's just so fucking unfair. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. On a lighter note, Justin, I mean, we've seen the... <laughs> we've seen the NBA is collabing with Skims. That's not the funny part. Did you see the video of the girl walk up to Adam Silver in NYC? I guess after they announced the collab, asking about the collab. I did not see that. She was basically saying like, "Oh, um, like the new Skims collab, blah 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 blah." Like, how do you feel about Skims? He's like, "Oh, I love them. Uh, I I recommend everyone to get them. They're super comfortable." He's like, and then he made a joke. He's like, "I can't show you, but I'm wearing them right now." I was like, "Nigga, what?" <laughs> I was like, why would you, you're the commissioner of the NBA, why would you say some shit like that? That's fucking crazy. And then the lady asked an even super question compared to his answer. She was like, oh, how do you think it's going to affect the league? He said, oh, uh, since these are so comfortable, guys will be more comfortable and play better. So motherfuckers is wearing them in-game. I don't know. That's what he's trying to say. Or that they should wear them. I don't know, bro. I don't know. But he was on, I'm not going to lie, he was on some weirdo shit. Adam Silver is a weird dude, bro. I'll say that much. He's a weird fucking dude. And to announce to the paparazzi, like, yeah, I'm wearing skims right now. Like, come on, my nigga. Did you have to do that? David Stern wouldn't do that. Word. <laughs> Yo, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to say this. He's gone, obviously, but bring back a David Stern type of fucking commissioner. Shout out David Stern. He's from T-Neck. Yeah, shout out David Stern. T-Neck right next to us. Big shout out to him. But, um... Even just then, like, quick Adam Silver thing, bro. Like, obviously, I, I'm exaggerating saying bring back, like, a David Stern type of guy. 
I think if you mixed Adam Silver and David Stern, you'd have the perfect fucking commissioner. Not yet, because David Stern was suspended Ja for like 50 games. He would have been like, Ja, you're not playing for the whole fucking season. Not yet. From around our test for fighting, bro. Out the whole season. Yeah. Flashing guns and shit. How and you know what's crazy? If he suspended Ja for that whole, for like 50 games, that motherfuckers probably would have got like a top three pick. Yeah. Cause how long was Gilbert out? I don't even know, bro. That motherfuckers got John Wall out of it. <laughs> yeah, they got John Wall. Like, and phase his ass out the team, bro. Real shit. Real, yeah, real shit. Yeah, took him off the fucking team. Kicked, kicked his ass, took his fucking spot, bro. Yeah. Deservedly so. Big John Wall stand out here, but deservedly still, bro. Honestly. Justin, I also, also want to talk about like, the end-season tournament right now. We had this debate in the group chat. I'm going to be real with you, bro. If the Knicks win this shit, I'm not going to give a fuck. We can't even win. Can we even win anymore since we lost this game? I don't know. We still have the rest of the group to, to play. Mm. We still got two other teams to play. We got, what, Miami and somebody else, right? I don't even give a fuck, bro. <laughs> I'm real with you. I don't really give a fuck. I, I don't care about, about winning this. Then that, and the thing is, my sentiment is not like a casual thing. Like, a lot of people, even people who care so much about the game, like us, they don't give a fuck about this tournament, bro. It's just the truth. I understand you're trying something new. I I don't I don't I don't like this. I don't like this shit at all. Um, I will say one thing. Obviously, Miles Turner said in an interview, like playoff atmosphere. They're trying mad hard. Like they're trying super hard to win that fucking game. I saw it on Reddit before I even got here. Um, in the last ten years, where seven games were played in one night, this is the smallest average margin of victory in those last 10 years and one night of basketball and it was on average teams was winning by 4.9 points that's a good thing but at the end of the day bro like if the Knicks for example were to win this shit I would not care mm. I promise you I won't care and I know you don't watch soccer but basically like in soccer even in just one domestic league cause you got you can win the league you can win the domestic tournament in your country and you can win the championship talking about European leagues, uh, champions of Europe and shit. Real talk, yeah, winning this one's cool, but you focus on winning the league and you focus on winning that European championship. Niggas don't give a fuck about that cup, really. You ask any soccer fan, let's say in England, like, bro, you rather win the Premier League or the FA Cup? They all going to say the Premier League. You're not going to find one NBA fan, even in 15 years, like Dave, who's been on the show twice, shout out to Dave. Um, he was saying it's going to catch on in 15 years. I'm be real with you. If the Knicks was to win 10 NBA Cups and we have the most NBA Cups in the league, but we have no championship by then, I'm not going to care, bro. Yeah. That don't mean shit to me. Like, would you really care, bro, if in 10 years, like, we won five of these Johns? Would you care? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if we won the first one ever, maybe, because that's the first one ever. But, um... I don't know. I feel like the the NBA is trying to implement something that's like, kind of like I want to say kind of like the NFL, how like divisions actually matter in NFL, and you have to win your division to yeah. like be one of the top seeds and be locked in. But um, I don't know. Some of it has to do with like, what are the incentives if you win this? Five hundred k to every player. 
See, if they raise the stakes a little bit, then I could see how it could be a little bit more appealing. Like, I know some people threw ideas out there. Like, um, I heard somebody told me um, yesterday, they was like, oh, whoever wins should be able to pick their opponent in the playoffs. Like, oh, God, that's would backfire. Between, but then I'm like, all right, what if, like, Charlotte wins and then they just don't make the playoffs? That's, <laughs> that's another good argument because people are like, whoever wins, automatically you're in the playoffs. And it's like, bro. If the Rockets won for whatever reason, they like they just got hot at that point in time. Yeah, we're just giving them a playoff spot. If they end the nah, season with yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, there has to be because five hundred K. Like, all right, let the G Leaguers, like, let the two way guys play them. Like, mm-hmm. if that's the case, like, but I don't know. And the finals doesn't even count to your record. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's another thing too. But um, I mean, I will say the the courts is pretty cool. I don't like them. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep it. It reminds me of like 2K when you get to like customize your court and like. That's not a good thing, Justin. <laughs> bro, you, you see this shit that I put on my, my team courts? That is not a good thing, bro. But um, I want to see the Knicks court because so far, not a lot of them are that good. I don't, Justin. You know why? Why? Because the Thunder one, like someone said, it, it looks like you're playing in a fucking pool, like straight up. You saw the new jerseys? I don't want to talk about them. All the jerseys suck. All the jerseys suck. I have to cop me a Knicks jersey. No, that one sucks too. Every single jersey sucks. I'm going to say that right now. I have to cop me that one. But all the courts suck too. And that's why I'm scared when you say I want to see the Knicks one. Either it's going to be all blue and look like a fucking pool. I think it might be all orange. That's what I'm saying. Or it's going to be all orange and it's going to look like fucking Halloween. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. We don't need that shit. I get what you're trying to do. I, I, I'll i say this. I like I like half court. The, the trophy in the middle, the new trophy in the middle, the half oh, yeah, court that, shit. That goes hard. They should bring that shit back for the finals, bro. That shit goes hard, you feel me? But this all shit, like, oh, your primary color looking like a fucking pool. Or or like, if the Lakers play, it's just going to look like piss everywhere. Like, bro, oh, yeah. do we need that? <laughs> Not really. Just the trophy in the middle is cool. I, I, don't need, I don't need the extra shit. You feel me? Yeah, the trophy in the middle is fire. I, I, I'll say that. that That's cool, but... Yeah, you could just do some simple shit. Just put the trophy in the middle and just, just write NBA in-season tournament just along yeah, the sidelines. Like, that's it. That's it. But going back to incentives, bro, you just said it right now. Football, divisions. Baseball, divisions. NBA, make the easy fucking decision. Bring back divisions, bro. Make divisions mean something. How many yeah. times have I said this on this fucking show? Make divisions mean something. Add one more game per division. Like, remember, we couldn't really do the math. It was mad complicated. But add it so it's yeah. like against your division, you're playing like one more game compared to who you're playing against in your fucking conference. Make the math work out. Make it so you're playing your division more than the rest of the conference in the West, obviously. And that's it. And incentivize winning your division. They really got rid of it because of one season where where the the Blazers won and they were the four seed, the three or four seed. And niggas was like, why are the Blazers the three or four seed? There's like two, three teams with a better record than them under them. That shit didn't happen every year. It happened one time. They said, all right, let's get let's get away with this shit. Bring divisions back. I miss I miss divisions. It's like, why are we hanging up division titles anymore? And somebody said they're like, um, oh, whoever wins the in season tournament should get a bye in the playoffs. Maybe. Uh, but that would be so complicated to work out. Yeah. With how with how everything works out. That'd be so fucking complicated because at that point, what are you going to do? What? Let's say if the Bucks win, right? You're just going to cut out one of the seeds in, yeah. in the fucking playoffs? You're just going to get rid of the eight seed? Basically. 
And That's I feel ridiculous. like I feel like basketball is like the one sport I feel like you wouldn't want to buy. No, hundred percent no. Because college basketball, they don't even do it. Like first seed, you just you just I think first seed plays on the second day. Football gets a buy though. Yeah, they get. That's more. But that doesn't fuck them up. That's more understandable because it's like, if you're the first seed, you get the extra week of rest, but then you get to also game plan for who whoever you have like a week to game plan who you're gonna play. Mm-hmm. So I guess it works out for them. But basketball, that's a basketball is a sport I would not want to get a buy. That's funny too because the World Series just ended baseball. Um, you got teams, the teams that won the divisions, they all bitching about the new system because they get a buy, but it takes mad long, bro. Because baseball is very much a momentum sport. Yeah. So now it's like you're waiting three, you're waiting for a three game series to end instead of a one game wild card mm. to get your shit started. So you you go on one week without baseball, and Braves fans and Dodgers fans because they 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 did it this year and they did it last year. They lost in the first round because yeah. they had a bye and they're like, oh, the system's fucked up. System's fucked up. I mean, bro, when you have a bye, I'm be honest with you. I understand momentum and shit, but I would say a bye is more helpful than it is harmful. In any sport, respectfully. That's why the idea, that would be kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like like we just said, like, bro, what are you going to do? Cut out the eight seed now? Yeah. Now the eight seed doesn't make the playoffs? Why yeah. Why would ownership agree to that? Yeah, because NFL, there's no eight seed. It's just one through seven. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, why Why would I agree to that? Yeah. As a team, as a team that's like on the lower end of the spectrum of like, all right, I'm constantly making the eight seed in the past couple of years. Like, if I'm the Nets, why the fuck would I, as the owner, agree to that shit? Like, oh, yeah, let's have a first-round bye. Fuck no, I'm not doing that. And then, like like we both said, if the Rockets win and they don't even make the playoffs because of their record and they get a bye in the first round, what, they just the one seed now? It's a terrible fucking idea. Yeah. And that's why I think the whole idea of the tournament is stupid, bro, because there's no real way to incentivize it. Yeah. I understand these group stage games, they count to your regular season, but the finals, if the finals don't count, why would I play LeBron if we make it to the finals? If it doesn't count towards the regular season? Yeah. Just play Rui 35 minutes, bro. Exactly. Why would I put LeBron out there? Yeah. That that would be the way they shut down the end. Like, imagine if they go if the Warriors went to the finals and Curry gets hurt in the final of the end season tournament. I do like this one in- incentivization that I saw online because everyone's trying to figure out how do we make people give a fuck about this. Yeah. What if the winner... Oh, no. Actually, that's bad against tanking teams. As I say, what if the winner... You wipe away one or two losses, and then you get one or two wins. But that's bad for tanking. Because like we said, if the Rockets get hot, but these niggas are tanking, and they get two free wins. Now they go from having a chance of the first pick to now they most likely going to get the fourth pick. I'm going to be fucking pissed. So it's like, damn, how, how do you incentivize this? Me, I don't know. I don't like the tournament at all, bro. Bring back divisions. How would you feel about a shitty team tournament? To play for the number one pick. No, you know why? Because those teams that would get the 13th and 14th pick, obviously they're way fucking better than the team that would get the first pick. That's true, that's true. That's the only problem. So, for example, let's say we always we always hide this shit, right? Yeah. Um, The Suns, who we just said a couple years ago, oh, the missed season. the playoffs. Nigga, they would have gotten the first pick. Oh, they would have got Wiggins. They would have gotten Wiggins. Yeah, you're right. They would have mm. literally gotten Wiggins because they would have crushed everybody in that fucking tournament. Yeah, but th- but then are are the players motivated to be like, damn, I gotta go hard to get my replacement in here. That's another thing. That bro, we saw like, Le- like the years the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. You think LeBron was gonna be like, 
nigga, I'm not going hard for fucking James Wiseman. Like, yeah, like, come <laughs> on, bro. I mean, not even just that. Like, think about it like this, bro. Even even if they know that this new guy that coming coming in is way better than you. I remember when Darius Miles and them niggas was hating on LeBron. They're like, we don't need him. Yeah. We don't need him. The niggas won like 20 games. We don't need that nigga. We don't need him on our team. Yeah. Why would someone like Darius Miles, right? Like everyone in that league today has that mindset too. Like, why the fuck am I playing for my replacement, bro? Exactly. That ass, like, why why am I playing for my replacement? Imagine I'm like, damn, imagine I'm like Porzingis, right? And no, nah, actually, no, no, no. Who fuck? Who's in who was a really good young power forward before Zion got drafted? Right before Zion got drafted. Porzingis was already uh, really I good. think he was a Mav at that point. Uh, really good power forward. I was going to say. <laughs> I was about to say. Right, let's say Sabonis, right? I think yeah. the Pacers was ass at that point in time. Actually, no. It was making the playoffs. So let's say Sabonis. If I'm Sabonis, why am I trying hard in this lottery fucking tournament to get Zion? Yeah. It's fucking... I almost did a Chris Broussard. That's fucking stupid. You feel me? That that's stupid as fuck. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna go hard for my replacement. That's, I would never do that. Now, yeah. I understand the team itself. They're like, damn, yeah, I really want this number one pick, bro. We get way better. We get in the first pick. But if I'm a player on the team, it's like, dude, I'm. This is my spot. I don't want to lose my spot. Yeah. It, there's there's no there's no way to really come up with a better way for the lottery and the tournament, bro. I'm done with the tournament. I don't. I don't want. I don't want the tournament anymore, bro. I, I really don't. Uh, I, I'm tired of the tournament already. We'll see how this keeps going. Um, maybe they'll scrap it. Maybe they don't. Um, I hope so. I, I don't think this is gonna last. Let me be real with you. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm not. Like to me, it doesn't really. Like it doesn't really make or break anything for me. It's just there. It's it's gonna exist. Yeah. And like I said, even us as fans, like you're not gonna see me come to this pond like, let's fucking go. We won the League Cup. We hype. Let's go Knicks. Finally, a fucking championship in our trophy case. I'm just going to be like, all right, guys, let's talk about the finals. Okay. Brunson dropped 35. Cool. We won the Cup. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. If we won a championship, I'm going to be hype. If we, like I told you, if Dave said this might catch on 15 years, a lot of other people are saying that too online. In 15 years, if we win all 15 Cups... And don't even make it to the finals one year. Why would I be excited? I would be more excited right now about making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, not even the finals, making the Eastern Conference Finals than winning that piece of shit trophy. Now, if we got bounced in round one of the end season tournament, but we went to the finals, of course I would take that yeah, shit. I'll take that. I yeah. would, bro. I would be more happy getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs than winning the League Cup, honestly. Because I really, I really don't care about that trophy, bro. It's a worthless piece of shit. To me. I'd rather lose a clank, clank, clank game seven finals than like win, the Kawhi than, shit. Than to win twenty. Than win, yeah, win I don't, I don't need that shit. Yeah. I don't need that shit in my life. Yeah, I really don't. Just I know you seen Wemby been cooking, cooked the Suns twice. Yeah, they kept running that play like yo, just throw that shit down there. Wemby gonna catch <laughs> it. Wemby gonna score. Oh, they're finally starting to learn to pass that nigga the ball. Yeah, I think from here on out, bro, it's it's. It's, him, it's, you can only go up from here. Yeah, give him the rock. Get yeah, the fuck give, out the way. Yeah, give him the ball. <laughs> Not even about to get in the way. Just be like, bro, run down there. I'm going to throw you it. 
you gonna you gonna, <sighs> you gonna throw it up. Man, I would yo, I would love to play with a player like like I swear to God, bro. If I'm on the Spurs, if I'm Trey Jones, I'm like yo, I'm trying to lead the league in assists. <laughs> I'll like, be like Kelden, move. Like I'm literally stat padding at that. I'll be like Kelden, get the fuck out of I'm here, nigga. Be, you remember that Blake Griffin commercial when he played um when he played with that kid with the goggles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, yeah. he would just throw that bitch up. But he thought he was like making it. But Blake Griffin was just dunking it. I'm like, that's exactly how I would be. <laughs> like, I would just run through the lane and throw some bullshit up. Yo, I would literally just throw whatever bullshit. Bro, I wouldn't even be looking. I would just be like, that. He's going to catch that shit, bro. And you remember Gilbert Arenas on his pod? He said when he played with Dwight, Dwight used to be like, bro, Gil, just throw it up. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, just throw it up. That's true. Just throw it up. And Dwight was 6'11, bro. Yeah, that's Dwight at 6'11. He was athletic as shit, but he was 6'11. Wemby's 7'5. Yeah, bro. Just throw that shit up. He's yeah. gonna catch. No one's gonna take it from him. Realistically speaking, no one's gonna. He take had it from that him. one play where he was like, like that. And he, he just threw it, bro. He made that shit. That shit's crazy. He's literally just throwing that shit up sometimes. Yeah. And he's making threes in their face, whatever, whatever. He was cooking. And I hate the Kevin Durant comparisons because I'm like, bro, he he's just his own guy. He's his own thing. Like I've never seen nobody like like guys his size. Whoa, just, no, no, no. I'm cutting you off. What? I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off because this is disrespect. Because you're saying he's one of his own kind. What about Bull Bull? Get the fuck like out Shaq of here. Like Shaq said. Get the fuck out of here, man. We've seen this already. What about Bull Bull? Not, not to that extent. Shaq is bogus as fuck for that. I don't yeah, know. That lie. was crazy. I'm going to go back to, to the original point because we were going to play a game real quick about Wimby. But yeah. Shaq was bogus as fuck for that. And I like that someone pointed out, bro. Like online, I was like, damn, that's why he did that shit. This thing is Shaq loves hating on generational bigs, bro. That come in off rip generational. Jokic obviously took some time to get there. You feel me? But this man is hyped as fuck, bro. And he's he, he's already starting with the bullshit. Yeah. Oh, I'm not that impressed with him. We see this in Bobo. Bobo does the same thing. They play the same way. Like shut up, nigga. Come on. Come on, bro. Don't don't start doing that shit. We don't need that. We don't we don't we don't see Bobo just catching the rock from wherever. Just someone throws up some bullshit. He catches the rock. Boop. Barely even jumping and shit. We don't see Bobo pulling up like that consistently. Cool, he'll have one good game. You feel me? And everyone wants to get hype. Bobo is the, he's the truth. He's the truth. But come on, bro. We're not we're not doing that shit, Shaq. Not you. I don't I don't want to do it. You, I, I'm glad you said that. Enough for the KD shit too, bro. There's really a picture of them next to each other. Nah, bro. And if literally, if literally the scouts were saying the scouts were preaching the same shit that we're preaching, mm-hmm. that motherfucker sat in the green room for a reason. Like going in, he was a top. Bobo was a top five high school player. Yep. Played only nine games in college. I was just looking this shit up before the episode, and fucking um, bro, he he was supposed to be, all mock drafts had him in like the top ten, top twenty. That motherfucker went second round, forty fourth pick. They had him on camera in the green room, dolo. Like that spider web. Yeah, there's a reason he fell that far. And then the shit that we saw in the NBA, that's just the algorithm. You know, the algorithm does what it does. He makes a couple moves. I've never seen. It's only nowadays I see it because back then I used to never see it. But now motherfuckers get highlight tapes for having four points. Everybody does. I never seen that shit. Nigga, didn't you see the compilations like Kai Jones highlights? And everyone was like, damn, why would they let him go? I'm like, bro, he averaged like three points. Now yeah, like, I was just him dunking on I'll his I'll go on team. House of Highlights and motherfuckers will get a little like two minute highlight. And their stat line was three points, one rebound, two assists. 
I'm like, shit, I wish this shit was around when I was fucking playing back then. Like, I would have been lit. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, Frank. Frank would get highlights for, for dropping 11, bro. On the but, Knicks. like, back then, you would never see that. Like, bro, imagine Grievous Vasquez, seven points, eight assists. Yeah, that shit does I not mean, exist. I would not have seen that shit 10 years ago. Yeah, now, like, literally nowadays, you could look up any NBA player and there's going to be highlights. And they're going to look incredible. Yeah. They're literally going to look incredible. The only guy that can't, honestly, unfortunately, Frank Nilakina, truthfully and honestly. But everyone else, bro, you can make a solid fucking two, three-minute highlight tape. Yeah. Uh, Shaq, I love you, but that was, yeah, that cut, was wild. Cut, cut the bullshit, that bro. Was wild. But going back to the Wemby game, I want to ask you, because honestly, bro, after the last performance, 38 points against the Suns, I like I told you, bro, it's it's only up from here. It's It's really only up from here. I want you to I want you to tell me is he better or worse than this current big right, right but, now? But if I tell you a guy, I don't want you to say, oh, he was all NBA like two, three years ago. Then he got average. Like 26. if I would take Wemby right now. Right now. Over. And I'm not saying right now and you have Wemby for 10 years. I'm saying for this fucking season and only this season, are you taking Wemby over this guy? All right, but Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, uh, give me Wemby. I'll take Wemby too. I'll take Wemby. Wemby right now is better than Towns. I yeah. get it. Two time All NBA. I think like two time All Star. Even though Cat could have a game or two, like a, he could have a game tomorrow where he go off for like forty seven, but it's just the defensive shit Wemby's doing adds so much. Like I see fucking Devin Booker pump faking three times and Wemby's altering his shot. Mm -hmm. So like shit like that. Even if Wemby wasn't having these crazy games, he was still gonna be like elite defensively. Got you. So give me Wemby. This guy's been playing really fucking bad. Julius Randle. Oh, Wemby. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. Yeah. Wemby. But all right. It's going to get a little bit harder. Miles Turner just came off a really good game. Bulky dude. Pause. But give me Wemby. Really? Yeah. Miles Turner, incredible defensive center, offers a three point shooting as well. Yeah. Doesn't have the handles like Wemby, but he could still score a decent amount, could still average 18. I would say that both are on par when it comes to rebounding. Still taking Wemby? Hell yeah. So would I. <laughs> like if I took Kat, I mean, if I took him over Kat, I'm definitely taking him over Miles Turner. Whoa, 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 I think Miles Turner right now is better than Kat, though. Yeah, but I'm taking, I'm still taking Wemby. Fair enough. Triple J. He's averaging like 19 points per game this season. Again, another guy, a little bit of a weaker rebounder. Defense is incredible, obviously, defensive player of the year. I would take I would take Wemby solely off the fact that the scoring upside is a little bit higher mm -hmm. than Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson's defense is elite. Wemby's defense is really good also. But I just feel like Wemby has a second gear when it comes to the offensive side, especially in the fucking crunch time. Wemby be turning up in crunch time. That's like an underrated part to his game. That like that motherfucker is not playing around in crunch Dude, time. Dude, before it was just I'm only gonna score in the fourth quarter. Now he figured out how to score in the first half, bro. That's kind of nasty. Yeah. But yeah, he's clutch as fuck for whatever reason. Sabonis. It's getting a little bit harder. Uh Sabonis has the playmaking over him. Um Sabonis is a way better rebounder than him. 100%. Um, but Sabonis don't D up like him. Nope. Um, 
Wemby isn't afraid to go at other motherfuckers. I've seen Sabonis get taken out of a game. Yeah. Like he he'll get taken out. So just off of that, I wanna I want my anchor. Like if his shit is not going offensively, I still want him to hold it down in the paint. Even if he don't got it going. So give me Wemby. Fair enough. So Wemby's better than all these guys so far currently. This I want to save the hardest one for last. I'm not bringing in Jokic and Embiid. Those are the two guys. And Giannis, obviously, that we're, yeah. we weren't going to touch. This is the guy who's kind of always been seen as, like, just outside of that tier. Yeah. Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Bam's another one. Elite defense. Could guard wings. Could guard bigs. But give me fucking Wemby, nigga. Ah, uh, just this is where you lost me. Why? I would take Bam over Wemby. Right now. Right now. And it's the start of the season. Um, Our criticism of Bam was, you know, the scoring shit. He's been scoring a decent amount. He's a good rebounder. Like you just said, he guards one through five. That's fucking valuable. Yeah. Superior playmaker to, to Wemby currently. I understand Wemby definitely hasn't beat him on the scoring side, but I, I would take Bam on the sole focus that even if he's not scoring 20 points in the game, I'm still getting 10 rebounds, getting some good playmaking, and I'm getting a guy who go guard Steph. And then tomorrow, go guard Embiid. Yeah, but guarding Steph in... He's not guarding Steph for the entire game. He'll probably guard him for possessions or two. Many possessions. Not not yeah. just one possession. Because he'll end up on that switch numerous times, and he's going to hold that shit down. All right, here's what I'll say. What I'll say to that is Bam has a lot of instances where he does disappear offensively. Wemby, we've seen it. In big games, he delivers. He does not disappear from the moment. And also, like you said, if he's not giving you points, well, I'm talking about Bam now. If he's not giving you points, he's giving you playmaking, he's giving you rebounding, he's giving you defense. Wemby, if he's not scoring... I trust that he will be a great anchor. If he if he's late on an assignment, he can recover because he's just pause. He's long. He's gonna get there. He's quick. He's agile. Um, and I see glimpses of him when he's not scoring and he's posted up, and they send a double. He could make the right pass. I've seen it. He's not the playmaker that Bam is, but he could make the the right read. So I could trust him to do that. And even when he's not, when he don't got it going. Him just being in the paint and just having his hands up, he's going to cause a lot of havoc in the paint. Of course. He's going to alter a lot of shots. He don't have to be as active as Bam because Bam is a smaller big, so mm-hmm. he kind of has to like rely on his strength, his foot speed. Wemby just has to be there. He just got to be just in the way. So Wemby could afford to get away with like doing a little bit less because he's just going to like but that's just off of his fucking stature. Like he's just gonna fucking cover a lot of shit, and he's gonna give you a lot more. So let me add this: We'll add a whole new factor to the game. Who are you trusting on defensive possession against this guy? Wemby or Bam? Stephen Curry. Steph Curry. I feel like I don't think it should even be this hard, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like I'll trust Bam. Giannis. Bam. Embiid. Bam. Jokic. Bam. Kevin Durant. 
Mm. I probably go Bam. Damn, Justin. So you didn't even give one to Wemby. I was thinking about giving Curry to Wemby. No, no. But then I'm like, I don't know, because I Curry's really good at creating space. Luca. That. That's tough. That maybe I might give that to Wemby. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna say nothing. Last one, eighty. Bam. So even then, you only gave Wemby one matchup, and even then, I would have given Bam all of them. I understand. Like, yes, he's gonna alter shots. He's gonna cause problems. You just said Devin Booker pump faking three fucking times, and he's still gonna be able to alter his shot. We've seen this guy block Kyrie. We've seen him block um seen him block Clay Thompson's shot. We've seen him be an issue in the paint. At the end of the day, bro, you get dragged out to the perimeter by Steph, by Luca, by Durant. Give me bam. You down low, you Jokic, you Giannis, you Embiid, I still want bam. In the post, I want bam. Full court, <laughs> I want bam. I mean, I only took Bam for them bigger motherfuckers just because the size. But, like, I've seen all those motherfuckers cook Bam. But the thing is, at the end of the day, you and you know this is true, too. Hall of Fame offense will always be Hall of Fame defense. That's true. That that That's just how it is. Jokic is going to fry every single guy in the league. Every big you throw at him, he's going to fry him. Giannis, Embiid, Bam, Triple J, AD. Going to get fried, bro. They're all going to get fried. It's just inevitable. You feel me? But that doesn't make Bam a bad defender. It don't. But my thing is, like, I don't want Wemby out there because he's at his best in the paint. Because mm. I feel like defense is, if you're getting Wemby out there, then you're like, great. Because now the paint is wide open. There's no seven-footer in the paint no more. Um, when you're bringing Bam out there, he's already a smaller big, so it's like he's like it's they, kind it's hell. They say he's like six eleven. He's really like six. He's nine. like six nine. It's hell already because he's guarding a one v one. But that's something like, you gonna have to deal with. But like I feel like them bringing Wemby out to the perimeter, that's like a win for the offense because like a talented guy, he might pull it, but an even smarter guy is making the right read to just get a quick bucket down low in the paint, and I think. The coaches know, too. They're like, we want Wemby to kind of just be like the help. Like, we don't want him going all the way out there extended. Mm -hmm. We want him in the paint helping out. Yeah, Bam excels at that shit. Maybe we see Wemby do that shit. Maybe we'll see it. But I think his sole focus is just to be that anchor. Uh, me, personally, Bam, when you're, when you're creating your offense against Bam, you're going to have some difficulties because you don't want him... You don't want to go against him on the perimeter. You don't want to go against him down low. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to just take the fucking 19-year-old that just went at Kevin Durant and Booker. Yeah, but like I said, this is just for this season. Obviously, I'm taking Wemby over all these guys for the next five years. No, even but right now. But to end this season, I'm taking Bam. That's the only one. All these other guys, sure, give me Wemby. Wemby's been phenomenal so far. But Bam has been really fucking good. If Bam was averaging like 26, I would have took him. What is he at right now? Like 20? Maybe. I know I know this is like his best scoring year, but he's probably like... But he's, usually, he's always at like 19, 20. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I think this is literally like his But best if he was year. at like 25, I would have been like, yeah, give me Bam. Yeah, but come on, bro. Defense, playmaking, rebounding. As as you said, he's 6'9". I think he's really listed at 6'10", 6'11", but he's really 6'9". Yeah, but that, that fourth quarter shit, that's something... That's one thing I saw, and I was like, Bam don't got that shit. Yeah, this is the best offensive year, 21 points. Yeah. Like, the only time, like, the times I've seen Bam go at it, like, crazy like that was when, like, the Celtics decided to go small. Those were, like, the glimpses where I saw Bam, and I was like, holy shit. But it's only, like I'm saying, in glimpses you see it. Fucking, fucking Wemby's doing that shit against <laughs> one of the best teams in, in the West. Fair enough. So I've never fucking seen Bam like I'm gonna go at these motherfuckers. Like unless it's the Celtics mm. and they went small. But like the fact that he's doing that shit like off rip, I'm like, give me that guy. Despite what Bam might do a little bit more, I'm like this nigga might give me a discount of that. Plus he's gonna give me a little bit more on the offensive side. I'm gonna bookmark that matchup, Heat versus Spurs. Um, you know Pat Riley gonna make a statement. He's like, oh, we're gonna hold this nigga down to less than eighteen points. Yeah, one B. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's going to score like 14. I think he's going to have his toughest day against the Heat. Like you said, Pat Riley, Spo, Jimmy, and Bam are going to take that shit personally. And they'll be like, fuck this nigga. You feel me? <laughs> take it personally for what? No, because it's like, uh, it's this young kid this that's nigga. cooking. <laughs> bro, you know, they take everything personally. All four of them niggas take everything personally, bro. This, man, yo, this young ass nigga think he could cook us. Fuck out of here. Uh, speaking on the Heat, shout out Tyler Hero. He's having a fucking big season. Good for him. Good uh, for him. You're not moved? I'm I'm not moved, especially when he was, he was talking all this shit. Like, bro, he's he, for whatever reason. It's so weird. It's like weirdo behavior. I guess because he feels like there was a shot at him by the Blazers that they didn't want him. You feel me? Yeah. I was like, bro, like, did you really want to go there even anyways? Like, you didn't you didn't want to get traded, but you want to be traded like gold, like you was you was valuable. You feel me? You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's like, bro. I, nah, that's, yeah. That's if I'm him, I'm like, yo, I'm happy. I stay in Miami. I got my two kids here, like, but shout out to him. He's been he's been hooping. Good for you, Tyler Hero. Good for you. I say that much. Quick little Knicks talk. Just lost to the Bucks. You know we have to have some Knicks talk. You know, just a couple just a couple minutes. We just lost to the Bucks. I want Randall moved, bro. Not not at the deadline. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is like with Randall right now. I'm gonna say it straight up, like. Brunson, phenomenal game. 45. He deserves, you saw it, that shitty-ass body language that Randall gave off when he took that difficult layup. Fair enough. He should have passed. Against the Cavs, too. He had a really shitty body language. The second Cavs game. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, just speaking off this most recent game, right? Like, yeah. he takes this hard, this difficult layup. Randall starts pouting, walking, 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 walking. Yeah. Like, bro, this thing has got 40 at this point in time. Yeah. He probably like had like 38, 40 points at this point in time. Like he gets to take that shit. Yeah. He gets to decide where he passes it or takes that shit. At that point in time, Randall was like four for like 18. Why are you bitching you not getting the ball? Yep. And even after that shitty body language and the inbound, even the the announcers call this out, right? They yeah. they was um damn, was it JJ Wright that said it? They both looked at each other like, yo, like, like Brunson didn't look like, bro, do you want to take this last shot? And Randall passed it back to him. So I was like, why are you bitching? You want him to close. You're not capable of closing. You're playing a shitty game. You're having a shitty season. Uh, um, Even your Julius Randle might really be a real thing where you play like shit. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be true. I'm, I was the one in the offseason. I was like, nah, I hope you're fine. 
I picked but him in she, fantasy, bro. I, I had faith. I was like, yo, you got Brunson now. You're not the main focus of the offense. Not yet. Because no, that's not going to happen. I thought at the very least, like, all right, we still have Julius Randle on the team. Regular season Julius Randle. He still hoops. Still pretty good. But shit, this year. I was disappointed. It's been, it's been, he's been putting up fucking tour dates. Dude, it's, it's, it's been a couple of games. So obviously, it's, we haven't even played 10 games so far. But bro, Julius Randle is at this point in time is like the worst thing since Stalin, bro. It's that <laughs> fucking bad. It's it's that bad, bro. Like I'm, I I can't. And that's why, like, bro, we we was talking about this over text, right? Yeah. Like I wouldn't rule Randall for Levine. All due respect, like you said, I don't want Levine. I said, nigga, yeah, me neither. I don't want Zach. But Embiid's not getting moved. Trade deadline. I'm praying Embiid loses in the second round again, bro. I hope they lose in round one. Oh my god, that'll be even worse. But I hope either they lose in round one or in round two, they lose in less than six games. Because then there's no excuse, like, oh, we could have had it. Not even if they lose in like six games in round two, they're in it still. Yeah, I'm saying like, what I'm trying to say is like, if it was, if it's anything but seven, because if it's seven, then they'll make the excuse like, oh, Joel, like we kind of had it. It was just one game, whatever. I don't we know. lost in game seven last year too. Like, could have gone either way. Let's let's run it back next year. I don't know if they'll do that because that'll be their. If the if hypothetically that happens this year, that'll be their fourth round two game seven. They damn, it's been four. The Raptors won. The Raptors. The Hawks won. Oh, and then so the, the Hawks Celtics did go to seven. And, and then the Celtics won last season. I forgot about the Hawks one. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. So I don't think they're gonna run that shit back again. Yeah. They have to go to the ECF. Take bro, Sixers. Take Randall. Take Mitchell Robinson. What else could we offer? I'm not giving them RJ, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, that's I mean, that's fine. I think I don't even think the money would match, bro. It's way uh-huh. too much money. Randall and RJ, oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Take Mitch, take Randall, <clears throat> take IQ, sign and trade type of deal, and take the picks, bro. And Bede could play with Brunson. How many picks? However many it takes, bro. Damn. Not more than four. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. Every I'm t- putting the limit on four. I feel like every other team be getting stars for a fucking deal, and then we got to fucking break our backs for some shit. Like, yeah, because it's a fucking Knicks, bro. It's the Knicks and the Lakers that suffer from that shit, bro. And, and to accept Miami, Miami be lowballing. Miami Miami will literally be like, we want Giannis. Here's two fucking bags of Lays, and they're opened. Like they, <laughs> you're yeah, like bro, like come on, bro. You can't even have the bags unopened. For this real, is the bullshit they're, you they're like, me? I'll give you Duncan Robinson, Josh Richardson, and like one protected first. Yeah, like, and, and we'll let you have a thirty minute ride on Pat Riley's yacht. Like yeah. nigga, like really, you can't do nothing better than that. But I'm willing to do those three guys four picks for Embiid. That way, it's Brunson, Q Grimes, RJ. Damn, who would R4 be? We would have to figure that part out. That's fine. And then Embiid. Yeah, we'd have to figure the four out. I mean, we could just sign somebody. Bro, I'll put whoever the fuck out Jacob there. Toppin? No. no, no, no. That, <laughs> when I say we'll put anyone out there, I don't mean it literally. Yeah. I, I promise you, I don't want that nigga starting out there. I'll be real with you right so now. So we got rid of his brother. Yeah. And we got his brother. Like, <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to think what four would even fit with us. Oh, we could just put a small forward there too, like as a fake forward, like a hybrid, just a standard forward, bro. I don't know who though. Robert Covington would have been nice right there. Yeah, maybe in his prime. Yeah, in his prime. Yeah, not right fucking now, bro. I'm good on that yeah. shit right now. We need a stretch. 
We need a stretch four, bro. Any stretch four that wants to come to the Knicks after we get Embiid, come through. We'd love to have you. I would love to have PJ Tucker on the team. That nigga's about to be 39, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. He'll, you could get a two-year deal. I don't want him, bro. <laughs> Not at 39, bro. Yeah. 39, I'm good, bro. Damn. All right, Justin, it's that time. Coming to the end of the episode. New rule, by the way. It's the MVP of the week. You cannot win it back-to-back. I thought about it. No back-to-back? All right. No back-to-backs. Um, I thought about this because I was like, damn, y'all. Because, you know, I really love Luka. That's one of my favorite players. I'm biased. Yeah. I was about to throw Luka back in the ship. I was like, bro, this thing just won the first one. If this was the case, Luka would be in here like every fucking week. Yeah. You feel me? So from now on, you cannot win it back to back. All right. So some guys out here, Steph had a 42-point game since our last episode. Yeah. 21-point game. We don't got to worry about that. Then last night, he had 38-7 and seven with the game winner. With the interference. Yeah. We got Tatum. Mm-hmm. Just doing Tatum shit. 33 points and then a 30 and 12 game. Jokic. 27 point triple double. 25, 10 and 3. And last night against Luka. 33, 14 and 9 on 14 for 16 shooting. And the last candidate out of four. Zach Levine, 51 points and a loss. Fuck that. Honorable mentions, Brunson's 40 ball, Wemby's 38. But they're not even in the running. Just want to give them a little bit of a shine, you feel me? They're not in the race, so it's just those those four guys. Um, My MVP of the week is Nikola Jokic. That's a good pick. Nikola Jokic doing his thing. And it's, so, it's always so fun because he be doing this shit like... He just be going through the motions, bro. He just be chilling. And he'll just, you look up, and he's just walking. You look up, he got fucking 35, 15, and 10. Like, shit like that, never seen nobody do that shit. (laughs) That shit is crazy. He really play like them old old dads at the Y, like the fundamental ones. But like... The old white dads. The old white dads. Yeah. But, you know, them old white dads was always getting rebounds and just passing. Yeah. Jokic is like the, the one that, on steroids. That fire outlet pass. Yeah. Those are the best guys to play with. <clears throat> I don't know how you wouldn't want to play with Jokic if you're a role player. I guess the only motherfucker of all time that said... Bones. Bones. That's it. He was the only motherfucker in history that said, I don't want to play with him. Like, where is Gary Harris right now? That nigga was averaging like 16... With Jokic. Yeah. It was cooking. Didn't he have a year where he averaged like 17? That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. averaging like 16, 17. Will Barton. That nigga's good. Oh, I know Will Barton loved him. Monty Morris. Mon- I was saying. Monty, he got, a, he got him Morris a starting job. Him, like, yeah, bro. Got him paid. He got him paid. Bro, I mean, we made the joke too. I'm like, bro, I think both of us could at least average one point each playing look, with Jokic. Look at KCP. I mean, KCP was good on the Lakers, but like, I feel like he's having way more fun now. Yeah, he's having way more fun. Yeah. He's he's cooking right now. I also, we're going to agree on this one. So I guess Embiid. First MVP of the week. J&J MVP of the week for you. You yeah. and Luca are now tied. Um, For me, what did it? Was the efficiency, bro. 14 for 16. I mean, bro. Quick maths. That's probably, that's at least 80%, bro. At least 80% shooting. That three, bro, to to end the quarter, 
he's getting hyped. I'm like, damn, this nigga's getting hyped. He knows how to do that shit. The playmaking, bro. It only took him 16 shots to get to 30 points, bro. Just 16. There be some motherfuckers out there that, that struggle to get to 25 with 20 shots. That That's, efficiency yeah. is just disgusting, bro. But to you, MB, uh, I almost said MP Bynes, and to you, Jokic, first J&J MVP of the week from now on in this regular season, you and Luca are tied, bro. Who's going to end the season the most? I still think it's going to be Luca. It might be Luca this year. It's going to be Luca. I mean, that motherfuckers always do. You know, we'll fuck around, be like seventy point triple double. Yeah. <laughs> against against like the Lakers too, against an actual good team. You feel me? So who knows? I want. I wonder who's gonna be in the running next week, bro. Now mm-hmm. Jokic can't win. Opens up the opens up the floor for a lot of guys to win. Hopefully it's Brunson. I love Brunson to get back into the voting again, bro. Truthfully, honestly, I want I want Brunson to start racking some of these up. I'm sure, like this, though those awards will go in his trophy case, bro. Yeah. Right next to those Villanova rings. Yeah, you feel me, Justin? Take it away, bro. Housekeeping, yes, sir. Um, if you guys are listening on audio, please give us five stars. Please subscribe on YouTube. Please subscribe. We're going up. Please. There's a lot of people that watch it but don't subscribe. Fuck like. Fuck comment. Just hit subscribe. Like. Um, nah, do all three. <laughs> yeah, do, do all three. But if do you want three, do all three. But if you want to do one, just hit subscribe. Um, TikTok at the J and J podcast also going up. Um, you should watch some clips because they're kind of funny. Um, and a lot of people they like to talk shit too. So if you want to read the comments, talk shit as well. Do it. Um, I would tread lightly, but do it. No, Go ahead. Do it. Don't tread lightly. <laughs> I, I I wish I wish I could overset my boundaries and engage with these people. But I'll, I'll say one thing, guys, and here's why Justin keeps emphasizing subscribe. We want to get to a point where we could do live shows and you got smoke with me, you got smoke with Justin, that's your chance to engage with us. You feel me? Yeah. That's going to be your fucking chance. When we're able to do live shows, have a live audience, we will be able to engage, bro. Yeah, that would be fun. Or even... Go follow the TikTok, bro. When we get to that threshold of a thousand followers, you could come catch me on live whenever. I'll jump on live whenever. I won't even announce it. Yeah, for real. I'll just be like, shit, I'm gonna go live right now. You got a problem with my Kobe take? That's fine. You got a problem with this take I got about the Knicks? That's fine. Come in. Start talking. Let's do it. You feel me? Yeah. So definitely sub to YouTube. We'll start getting some live streams going on once we get enough people. Follow the TikTok. That's very key, you feel me? So we can start getting them lives going. Yeah. You feel me? That That's how it's going. Run up the numbers. I think we got 200 and what, like 12 TikTok followers. Maybe like 215, 217 now. Even better. Uh, 51 subs. Run it up. Roll to, to 100 subs. Roll to 1,000 followers on TikTok. Let's fucking do it. The more, the more we receive from you guys the more engagement that you'll get out of us. Yeah. Real talk, that's how it works out. Yeah. But with that, guys, that wraps it up for J&J. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.